0: Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. I am Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. There's a substantial list you cannot see today, uh, as opposed to last week. Um, that was a pretty easygoing week. This one has been not so easygoing. Um, nothing horrible, um, but just a lot of stuff I kind of want to talk about. Um, let's just uh, start off with uh, the you know the, the day job, and uh, it's going to get a little uh, deep into the personal stuff. Uh, later on, uh, the day job resolutions are, are starting to emerge. Um, we're starting to uh, hire uh, replacements for the people that aren't working out. Um, I've talked previously about like you know uh, constraints on time. Uh, personally, um, having to work a lot of hours, being stressed, having to play referee um, with people with a right versus wrong mentality and a win-or-lose mentality. It's not a game. We're a team. It's a business. I, I'm i just as guilty of it uh, for the most part, um, and maybe that's why I'm so sensitive to it from other people. Um, but I've had to say, like, look, it's not about winning or losing here, guys. This is This is what's going on. It's a business. We need to work together. And unfortunately, we just don't have the staff right now where I can divide these people up so they're not always rubbing on each other's raw nerves. And, uh, but hopefully, like I said, those fires are going to be put out. Um, it's, it's getting there. Um, the boss is going to be talking to me, hopefully, uh, at the end of this week or next week. And, you know, things are going to kind of settle down start gelling again. And, uh, you know, hopefully we we'll get back on the right track as opposed to being, uh, derailed on a, you know, by daily basis by people's attitudes and job performances and, it's unfair when we say skewed perceptions, but people's personal perceptions on other people and themselves. It's, it's just unfortunate that, you know, stuff kind of has to go down in a certain way um, for, for resolution to happen. It's, you know, it's positive and it's negative, and it's always kind of hard to look at it in an, an emotional way. I always have to be kind of objective and intellectual about this kind of stuff because that's my job. It's, I cannot be emotionally attached to a large degree. But at the end of the day, it's still emotionally wearing because I am attached to these people. They're my friends. Uh, once again, if, if they could just kind of get over themselves, um, the ego playing a huge part. And once again, I'm not entirely innocent and in all of that. But, you know, through the therapy, I've learned how to deal with things and progress. And these people haven't. And it's wrong of me to project that onto them. And um, but at the same time, if you're not working, you're not working. Or if you're working wrong and you've been told repeatedly and you don't correct that, then that's a problem in and of itself. So, uh, that's the day job. So kind of a dark cloud, silver lining, silver lining, dark cloud, depending on what way you want to look at it. In terms of uh, my personal life, there's some good things, there's some bad things, or some ambivalent things, I should say. Um, One of them is I'm still in a holding pattern about some of the uh, hopefully good news I was hoping to receive and it's just bureaucracy at its best. Or worse, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, but I'm in a holding pattern. But otherwise, everything's fine. I'm doing what I should be doing. I just met with a you know a court officer, and they think I'm doing fine. And I ended up talking about some of the therapy, and they were like, See, you're hanging on to it. because like, Some of the people that come into this office, they don't do that. It's in one ear, out the other, or they're irresponsible, or they just don't care. Or they think they won't get caught, and... I went to jail for something, and I don't ever want to go back. It's not fun. They don't call it fun. They call it jail. So I'm just doing what I'm doing, and hopefully in the next couple of weeks, um, I'll have some more news. But once again, it's a lot of holding patterns. Um, but in a, uh, you know, at least breaking even, if not positive way, where things are kind of progressing as they should be progressing. And as long as there's progress, I, I really can't complain. Things that I've complained about previous that I will talk about now. <laughs> As uh, my dad. I've talked about him before. Um, he kind of emotionally abandoned me uh, when I was in my teens. And physically, he was never really there. I only saw him every other weekend. And after my teens, um, you know, it's it's really been out of sight, out of mind with him. And um, when I was in therapy, I ended up calling him on his birthday, no answer. But it is him on the voicemail, so I know it's him. I ended up, you know, leaving a message, and this was last year. I'm leaving a message, and uh, it was his uh, birthday uh, a couple weeks ago, and I called him again, left a message. I'm still waiting for him to return the call from two weeks ago. Uh, I'm sorry, a year ago. This is a man, like I've said, I refuse to call on my birthday to remind him to call me on my birthday. He texted me once uh, near the end of last year, wishing me a happy Hanukkah, despite the fact that I'm an atheist and don't really prescribe to the uh, a Jewish uh, dogma anymore. Unfortunately, it was during uh, Walking Dead, so I didn't answer my phone, because Walking Dead's been there for me, Dad. You know, it's it's always hard. Um, you know, with his birthday, and then a couple of days later, it's my daughter's birthday, and I don't see her as much as I'd like, and it's, it's hard, um, because I'm effectively court-ordered to... Abandoned my daughter. I, I know that's not the way it, it is, um, but that's the way it makes me feel. Um, you know, I don't I don't see her, and uh, and it's hard around her birthday because it's her birthday, and I want to see her, and I want to give her presents, and I want to see her smile, and I want to hear her call me daddy, and you know, it's it's just rough. So it's kind of a one-two punch um, of um, depression. Uh, right at the beginning of May, uh, which is an interesting dichotomy with you know spring and warm weather and everyone's happy and oh we're out of winter and the dark days and winter's not coming, uh, spring is coming. Which I don't know. That sounds like a really shitty uh, Game of Thrones spinoff, but uh, you know, for me, it's really hard at the beginning of the month um, dealing with you know the abandonment and rejection issues from my dad, uh, whether he knows it or not, and then. You know, everything with my daughter, so, and her birthday, and, and me missing her, so, um, it's always, it's always hard, but, uh, you know, in, in, uh, sometimes a, a productive, yet, uh, emotionally detrimental way, I do try to, um, distract myself, um, I have been kind of lazy, uh, I kind of fell behind by about two days, on um, my uh, network schedule, but, uh, I had a doing surge, <laughs> I wrote. Um, the fire of doing is what I usually call it, but I like doing surge and, uh, I kind of tapped the speed force and managed to kind of play catch up. Um, this is being recorded, uh, the day it usually does, uh, usually I recorded, uh, yesterday, but my schedule just didn't allow it. Um, I am a day behind on working on fear. I'm just amassing unedited episodes. But that's fine because at one point I can just sit down and knock out the editing on, you know, five episodes in one day, and I can start recording the next chunk. And, you know, we can have several kind of in the chamber, um, in the can, and uh, be ready for when that launches, hopefully at the end of the month Um, or beginning of of June. I think it might get pushed back by, uh, you know, by a week, by our standards. We're still working on coordinating. Things get dicey. Uh, Shooting the Gap is back. I had a meeting with the host, Ryan and Gonzo, and after that meeting, I ended up recording an episode. That was a lot of fun. And um, so they're back. Uh, Gonzo's going to get me his uh, schedule for the summer concert season as he's part of a band, and that's his focus, and that's fine. I don't take any personal uh, offense to that. It's another creative outlet. I'm never going to slight someone for having another creative outlet. Um, he's going to get me a schedule, and we're going to figure it out with him either guesting and have James come in, but James has got a baby on the way, so who knows? But, you know, we'll, we'll be solid on filling on the gap for at least the next month. I'm going to record some cushions. I'm going to be very happy about that, and that'll buy us an extra couple weeks. And while we figure it out, clap is still going strong. Obviously, dam is still doing great. Um, it's it's really been a godsend in terms of getting some of this out of my head, and you know, seeing it in stark black and white when I write it, it's like, okay, that's going to be talking. That's what I'll be talking about, and this is what I need to get out. And it's a lot of fun um, most of the time until I start talking about the first week of May. And then it's a little hard. Um, So that's been good. A couple weeks ago I talked about um, overthinking things and uh, how I overthink overthinking. And it's just one of those that I think it's detrimental to me to overthink to an extent that I do because I end up overanalyzing things or I end up almost um, interrogating someone because... I'm overthinking their answer, I'm overthinking my question, I'm coming at it in a way that is um, a little brisk. When, you know, I, I don't think, you know, in my head I'm going, well, I wonder why they're doing that. And my mouth goes, why are you doing that? That's not the right way to ask. And then I start overthinking the whole conversation when they get defensive and I'm going, why are you defensive? And then It just turns into a thing and I start overanalyzing and going, well, this is how this breaks down. They're going, well, no. And I'm going, well, let's get back to the point. Why did you do that? And it's like, well, now we're back to point A, but we're still in an interrogation um, sense. And see, I'm overthinking it already. So um, I just need to think about things, not overthink them. Um, Part of that is it just created undue stress in the day job, in my personal life with the network Um, you know, I kind of beat myself up and this is something I talk about in therapy where I'm very hard on myself. Um, and part of it is because I feel responsible for a lot and I am, but some of this stuff is not time sensitive. I'm not beating myself up over that. I got kind of all my ducks in a row to update the website and I still haven't done it. All my ducks are in a row. It's ready to go whenever I want to do it. And I'm not going to kick myself if I don't get it done this week or last week, or possibly even next week. I'm just not going to do it. Um, There's no point. It's not time-sensitive. I'll get to it when I get to it. And, you know, lately I've been kind of developing a personal life. I've been going out, um, and that loses me time on working with the, you know, working with the network um, in in a way of, you know, losing a night of of, um, HTML coding to go see a friend's show or go see a movie And a part of it is sometimes I just want to relax and until everything's settled with the day job or the network takes off to the point where I can do it, you know, more full time and have entire days as opposed to just doing bits and pieces uh, before I come onto the day job and bits and pieces after the day job or just trying to relax after a day at the day job, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. But all my ducks are in a row and that's good enough for me. And I'm not going to overthink things. I'm not going to get too hard on myself. I know it started out with overthinking, and I'm talking about, you know, being an opus day and and just hitting myself in the back while I I chase down dumb leads based on the Mona Lisa. Something I overthought was that um, we've been playing D and D inconsistently of late. Uh, We took, um, we were going to take, we're always going to take a week off during the month so I could play a different tabletop game, which would be Things Get Dicey, um, and. It turns out, you know, one weekend, you know, someone had made plans like two months ago, and we just, we haven't played in like three weeks. And I start thinking about like, well, are they getting bored? There's an oven buzzing in the background right now. There's the door. You know, are they getting bored? Am I doing a bad job? Or am I doing a good job? And it's just, they're not committed. Or, you know, is this going to work because everyone's got their own lives? And it's like, we plan Saturday nights, and that's a big night to go out. You know, and I don't mind taking the the one off the bye week, but you know, it's 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 fun to play where we've got people who are jonesing to play. Um, we're coming back for a week, and then I don't know if we're going to play the next week. And then the next week after that is a friend's show for mine who's he's going out of town, and I, part of me is like, I really want to go so I can say goodbye because he's going to be gone for a while. Um, he'll be back, but you know, he'll be gone for a while. But at the same time, I'm like, I want to have the consistency of playing D and D, and I like. Being a DM, and I, I really, you know, the more they get along in, in the story, the more I'm getting engrossed, because, you know, that that whole thing about, you know, when your DM smiles, it's already too late. Well, I'm usually already smiling, um, or always smiling, by the time they get to the next step, and I'm just like, oh boy, good luck, motherfuckers. Uh, we talked about Morrissey Sounds a couple weeks ago on uh, No Applause Just the Clap, and I made a joke that I would talk about it on this show, because it's a bit more personal, um, and... We were talking about making Morrissey sounds, and what happened was, um, Deb was talking about, um, some intimate issues, um, and guys being quiet during sex, and how, you know, you can always practice making sex sounds when you masturbate, um, while I have a roommate, and it's very difficult for me to do that, and the joke was that I would make these sounds, uh, you know, while I masturbate, and then my roommate would be like, were you? what were you doing in the shower? And I'd be like, uh, 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 singing. uh, 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 Morrissey. And she just started laughing and, uh, because if you listen to Morrissey, it could be sex sounds or it could be uh, someone singing in the shower. So, that was the Morrissey Sounds joke. Um, I had it on here. Uh, I was hoping it'd be a bit, uh, longer of a premise to have the punchline, but, uh, it made me laugh. Uh, it made Deb really laugh. And, uh, that's, that's it. Uh, that's, that's the the list, um, I'm, I'm more going from the list now than, um, time constraints or hitting a mark, so, uh, hopefully next week, uh, once again, I'll have, uh, I'll be in a little better mood because, you know, it won't be the first week in May, <coughs> and, uh, you know, hopefully I might have some good news, I'm hoping, you know, the fires will stay put out at the day job, and I'll have an easy week, and, you know, hopefully while I'm training, uh, some of the new people, um, I will keep, uh, cognizant of training them uh, the right versus wrong way versus my way and their way. Um, I'll have someone kind of uh, there to question me, uh, both the trainee and my co-workers. So I'm hoping uh, that'll work out. Otherwise, uh, from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I am Doug, and from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. They've been gone for a while, but they always come back. They're like mind herpes, is what they are. Really. Good night. Internet. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive producers Deb Barnett and Doug Nickbert. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon, and BANJO!